Hey there, this is Humble Yoke. I'm unpacking ways to learn more about yourself and understanding how you fit in the world because there's room for all of us here. Hey guys, just popping in here really quick to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor Podcasting. That's right. This is exactly what I am using to record this podcast. So let me tell you a little bit about it. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's totally free. And there's even creation tools within it that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is super convenient and it is super user friendly. Anchor will also distribute the podcast for you. If you've ever done research on this, it can be really complicated to get it out there and produce it all by yourself. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and that is also very unheard of. It can be really hard to attract some sponsors. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. Download your free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, guys. Back to the show. I used to think that people that followed God had some sort of VIP access to him and were usually the first in line. And I used to think that the walk with God was an easy one. It was free of temptation, uncertainty, and hardship, just to name a few. I just thought that those things were no longer a concern, but I forgot those people I was looking at were still people. They were still human and they still lived on earth. (laughs) Today, I'm going to talk to you about the fact that we are not immune. We are not immune to life and we are not immune to the bigger plan of our life. Today, I'm going to read in Genesis 3, 6 of the message version. When the woman saw that the tree looked like good eating and realized what she would get out of it, she would know everything. She took and ate the fruit and then gave some to her husband, and he ate. Sometimes ignorance isn't a bad thing. Ignorance gives you the ability to lean on the constants to guide your path. And I say this as a very loose term, what I'm saying, ignorance say it very loosely. I'm saying this in the sense of a childlike faith, that what is will remain. There is no fear of the unknown and no hesitation for adventure. If we were to know everything about God and everything he's working on, I really think the terror inside us would be to exponential heights. See, the thing is, all the hardship we face really does prepare us to come into a place where we can persevere. It prepares our whole being for perseverance. When we partner the spirit of a warrior with the truth of God, it's a recipe for success and our story will further the kingdom work God wants to involve us in. If he can trust us with the small stuff, he can trust us with the big stuff. He really wants to equip us, but this takes time, and patience is not in our DNA. (laughs) It really isn't. It's definitely not in mine. When runners train for marathons, they live a very different kind of life. I want to be one of these people. I love running, but here's the thing. I haven't done it in many years, and 
the idea of those types of disciplines, that's very scary to me because I really like coffee, I really like chocolate, and I really love carbs. (laughs) These runners, there are certain shoes that they like to wear. There are certain foods they eat, but most importantly, it's the disciplines that they stick to. If we don't build sustainable disciplines now, we can't be prepared for the seasons that really test our strength. These disciplines will equip us to run the marathon with endurance. They help us persevere through hardships. Discipline will bring back a sense of homeostasis. Eve ate of the fruit because the serpent seduced her into believing that she'd know everything and she'd be on the level of God. He'd led her to believe that God was holding out on her. We want to know all the things. We want to be prepared, but there is a cost to knowing everything. Even if we did know everything, I think we'd need God even more because the thought of knowing all the things that I know now, I really think back in the beginning of 2020, I would have for sure lost my mind. The enemy wants you to believe you can do it all independently because it pulls you off course and makes you vulnerable. Let's think Hansel and Gretel here. The enemy in this piece of scripture pulled Eve off course and romanced her into the illusion that she would also have great wisdom. The enemy seduced her into believing that there was life beyond God and she'd know everything. At that point, she'd have no need for him. The Latin translation of seduction, or I'm going to butcher this, seductio, means to draw aside. If the enemy can draw you off course, he can have his way with you. Once he's finished, he's going to leave you on the side of the road for the vultures to get you. He just wants to separate you from what God has you working toward. It's a threat to his kingdom work when we're running and working to advance the heavens. God has us all on divine assignments. Don't let the enemy prey on your weaknesses. This is the point where God, if he is inserted instead of worry, he is made great because we know in scripture, God is made great in weakness. So be the warrior God made you to be. Give the enemy his own kind of hell by trusting and walking in the truth of God. When we have this mindset that we don't deserve to go through hard things, and then we do, we start getting really cynical and we live in a state of bitterness and there is no life there. It leaves us open for attack and it's going to further our hardship. If we do the work to maintain spiritual disciplines, then we allow God to fight for us. Hear that. We allow God to do the fighting for us. We cannot do anything aside from Christ. This is why I loathe when people tell folks that are struggling, God won't give you any more than you can handle. This could not be further from the truth. And this phrase was actually taken from a self-help book in the 1800s. God will, in fact, allow circumstances that we can't handle to come our way. He will allow us to feel the heavy weight of the burden. And he will definitely allow us to get to the point where we, f- we feel like we're crumbling. And you know why? He's showing us just how much we really do need him. We are not immune to hardship. We are not immune to life happening to us. We are not self-sufficient. We serve a God who is all the things that we're not. And that's all we really need to know. 
what's hard may just be the step to pivot into the next chapter of your life. Maybe the next phase is the best one yet. Maybe if you trust God a little more, you have more capacity to enjoy the blessings that you already have. Maybe if you trust God a little more, you can finally come up for air. You can drop the baggage you've been carrying for so long and you can let go of the worries, understanding that there's really nothing you can even do about it. Maybe if you trust God a little more, you can become the healthiest you that you have ever been. What would it look like if you dropped all those worries and all that baggage? You just took a chance to relax for once and you breathed in fresh air. What would it look like if you accepted your lack of immunity and stopped reaching for the world's remedies? I think of the Mercy Me song right now. It's called Undone. They sing, I can feel your presence here with me. Suddenly I'm lost within your beauty, caught up in the wonder of your touch. Here in this moment, I surrender to your love. I personally think it's such a lovely song of rescue. It makes me feel like in this moment where there's nothing else left, that I still have the love of God, as cheesy as that might sound. But God really does love us. He really did say we are chosen. He really did give his son to sacrifice so we had a shot at this life. And that's it, folks. We only have one shot. How will you spend your time and what story will you leave behind for future generations? I have spent many months crying and some days I couldn't even get out of bed I believed that I was a failure because I trusted the enemy, not knowing that, and he led me into my own personal slaughter. I had seen sin on a much scarier level. I saw just how easy it was to make one silly compromise, all because the enemy said, surely you won't die. And he told that to Eve in the garden, but it's something that we carry with us. We think we can do something or... You know, one decision may not be a bad decision or I can follow this person because they have my best in mind. He tells us, surely you won't die if you do this. That's what he said to Eve. Surely you won't die. It's just God didn't want you to eat that fruit because he knew that you would know the difference of good and evil. So the enemy means all of these things in our life for harm, but God can really mean that situation for good. So in my personal situation, I began to see that he wasn't doing something to me. He was doing something for me. And there's a huge difference there. I have the slightest bit of discipline. I am somehow getting in the word every day, whether it is from a devotional or it's a podcast of someone speaking life into me. Either way, I make a point at least one time in the day to get myself with God, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, or an hour and a half. Now, I like the hour and a half because it does a whole lot to me, but the point is I make a point every single day to get in the word somehow, some way. And by having the slightest bit of discipline, it was the thing that saved me from what could have been my absolute ruin, a complete train wreck. I lost my job in January, but I had no idea what was coming. January 15th, I really started to understand that God steps in at the absolute right time. I can't tell you that enough. I went from going to the office bathroom and crying for 15 to 20 minutes just so I could go back to work. 
I was in a really, really hostile and unhealthy work circumstance. And I didn't know that shortly after that, we were going to be facing this global pandemic. COVID struck and it required my family to change almost everything about our lives. Now, for me, being an introvert, I say that I trained my whole life for this period of time because I love to be at home. I love to read my books. I love to research things. And I love just the the pace of not busy. And in this season of my life, I'm very much relocated into a space that I was not at all ready for. I thought that, you know, it was just going to be hanging out with my kids, having fun and all of that stuff. But, but in a way, I think this was an answered prayer. Of course, I wouldn't have thought any of this would have been as a result of hardship, but it really was. Let God do his own work. He doesn't need your efforts. He doesn't need your opinion. We are way too uninformed on this side of eternity, friends. None of us are immune to life happening, but the story we'll tell on the other side of surviving all of it may just be the thing that leads someone else to knowing Christ. Well, that's it for me, guys. I'm so grateful for your ear. Next up, we'll have an interview with our Enneagram 2s and we'll unpack a day in the life. I cannot wait to share this. I am super excited about it. If you found encouragement from this episode of Humble Yoke, I'd really appreciate your liking and sharing with a friend. If you'd like to be notified when there's a new episode, go ahead and subscribe. You can find me on Facebook in the Humble Yoke community called the coffee class. You can just search that, the name, or you can do at class perk. I'm still new to all of this, so bear with me and give me grace. This will become something, but it's in the infant stages and you know it takes a village. Until next time, friends, be well and I'll see you soon. Take care.